So there's so much being said when we say it is what it is. But do you know what's being communicated? What's up, you beautiful people? Welcome to the Bird Brain Podcast, where the goal is to rise above it all, stay elevated, create that infinity, and up your you. I'm your host, Isaiah, and today, well, first of all, it's been a week. (laughs) It's been such a, a week of all, the full range of emotions, the full range of emotions, the full range of um, awareness, full range of acceptance, the full range of accountability, right? The full range of doubt, fear, but also confidence, trust, right? Self-assurance, the full range of um, recognition of who, what, where, why, (laughs) the full range of acceptance, right? And before I, I, I had um, started to record this episode, I was like, man, you know, what what can I talk about this week? And I just, I recognize how dynamic of a week it has been in so many ways, right? So many um, external moments of, of growth and, 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 and sharing, but also... Just these internal, right? These internal uh, recognitions or or realizations, and you know, the first thing that came to mind after thinking about it all is it is what it is. It is what it is, right? It is what it is. Things will be what they will be, right? People are who they are. (laughs) You are who you are. And it is what it is. But a lot of times when we hear it is what it is, it's kind of like it comes from this place of, well, fuck it. Right. It's it's kind of um, you you reach this breaking point of exhaustion where it's just like I'm kind of over it. It is what it is. Right. And that in, in, in that moment of it is what it is. It's like screw it. Right. I give up. You know, words have subtext. <laughs> words always have subtext. And that that one right there is like, I give up. It is what it is, right? I, I quit. I'm out. But I was thinking about it a little bit more when we say it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Things are what they are. Right, the situation is exactly what it is. Right, and that could be good, that could be bad, right? That could be indifference. But when you actually understand what you're saying, when you're saying it is what it is, 
slow it down. Take a look at it. Right. Give your words a little bit more meaning. Okay. Because I had a, 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 a few it is what it is moments throughout the week. And they were all very different. You know, some came with the recognition that, oh, okay, this is how things need to be. This is how I need to move moving forward because what I'm on the receptive end of uh, is clear. This is what it is. All right. And no matter how much mental gymnastics I do, the external reinforcement has not changed. It still is exactly what it is. Okay. Uh, there were moments where, you know, I had moments of reconnection and that is what it is, right? And although, you know, there's been a moment of reconnection, there's also a moment of awareness. I can recognize that there's history <laughs> to this bond, right? Or the situation in itself. It is what it is, right? So where we are now, that comes with a lot of history, right? A lot of information, okay? A lot of reminders, if you will. And what we have now is gonna be what we have now. It is what it is. I've had some amazing conversations throughout the week. Some amazing, very deep, very profound conversations and, uh, all very necessary when you you don't even need to dig that deep they were just conversations that brought a lot of things to the surface uh, and sometimes when you're having conversations in one area it allows there to be a narrative for a different space right just more of an objective approach right if you've been chewing on something it's like you know one conversation about something that's kind of indirectly it, it has nothing to do with the situation, but it it offers insight. It offers clarity to to some degree. And you're like, well, this is information. It is what it is, right? It's a difference between saying it is what it is with a, a level of defeat and then saying it is what it is with a level of radical acceptance, and if you've heard radical acceptance before, it doesn't mean just kind of uh, laying down and just getting steamrolled. It simply means, okay, despite what I may have desired for things to be or how I, I hoped for things to transition or what I hoped for this relationship, it is not that. Instead, it is very much this. And once I accept that this is what it is, what is in my power, what is in my control, what is in my agency to now take care of and reconfigure so I can feel safe, so I can feel at peace about it? Because a lot of times when when our, our biggest frustrations come from the fear of losing something that we never had, Right. There's this, this, uh, what's what I'm looking for. There's this ideal that we have in our head versus the real that we are being faced with. 
So we fear losing the ideal, but the idea we've never even had has just been a concept, okay? And then when we have to accept certain things and or people for what they are, that means that the ideal now becomes more of a a, a withering thought, right? Versus a concept that we can kind of hold on to stronger. If I keep fighting and going back and forth in my head about what this thing should be, who this person is supposed to be, what they're doing, what they're not doing, in a weird way, I'm still holding on to the idea, the ideal of what I want from them or that thing, right? There's hope there. And and as long as I have this expectation of what it's going to be, then it, it keeps me hopeful, right? And it keeps me somewhat satiated, even though it's I'm running on empty. Does this all make sense? Right? A lot of times we have a hard time letting go of things and people, primarily because if we let go of this thing or this person, we are also letting go of the, our imagination to some degree of what we hope to happen with them. Right? And when you let go of your imagination or the ideal, now you are replacing it with the reality and the acceptance. And a lot of times we are afraid to hold on to the acceptance because the acceptance looks like pain. But you have to understand that pain that happens when you accept is temporary because you now move through the process. Yeah? You move through it versus kind of wrestling, constantly wrestling and trying to to make something work that is not working, right? <laughs> you know, when you're trying to force something or muscle a thing or a connection, it runs the risk of you just kind of, one, building resentment, but also eventually running tired where you just you just check out. And the reason why you check out and you get to the it is what it is, the fuck it kind of thing is just because... Well, up until this point, I've been doing so much of what I shouldn't have been doing in the first place. I've been trying to create or sustain a relationship that is not in existence. And it's not the other person's fault, to be honest, because they were doing what they wanted to do. They were doing what they had the capacity to do for you. Right? And sometimes we get caught up in the the thing of like, well... You know, they do this for other people. Why can't they do it for me? Sometimes you may never know. Sometimes you may never know. You know, your bare minimum may feel like too much. But somebody else's too much is the bare minimum. And we all experience both sides of that. And it just comes down to what we value and who we value and why. It is what it is. I want you to think about what it is right now that you've been kind of wrestling with. And ask yourself, why haven't I put this down yet? What is the benefit of me continuing to try to make this thing something else? What have I gained? Write it down. What has been an improvement in my life by going back and forth with this situation or this person? Understanding and recognizing what I am being shown. What has been the growth? 
What has been the growth for me? I just had to relax my shoulders and breathe out on that one because as I was asking you guys, I thought about it myself. What has been the growth? You have to ask yourself what does peace look like for me? What does peace feel like for me? Who feels like peace? Right? Who feels safe to me? And I'm going to be honest with you. That may change. People who used to feel safe no longer feel safe anymore. People who once didn't feel safe probably feel safe. And it's not just a, from my personal experience, I'll tell you, it doesn't just happen overnight. A person that once felt safe may change because there have been deviations in, in patterns, right? And communication and actions aren't lining up, right? What's said and what's done don't seem to make sense. They, they don't seem to really uh, correlate. And when that happens too many times in succession, it now starts to feel unsafe. Because what I recognize is, well, what I'm being told and what I'm being shown are very different. And a lot of times we feel guilt, right? We feel guilty for the fact that our bodies are now responding to what's happening. Right? And then we, we start to wrestle with our feelings. We become conf conflicted or you try to minimize how you're feeling. Well, this is happening. They got this going on, et cetera. And the reality is like, well... While this is all happening, have I taken an inventory of what's been happening for me and if my patterns and behaviors have changed? Yes or no? Right? One of the things I had to accept is that, and something that someone else told me, is that you are not the center of somebody else's world. And no one's the center of yours. Which means that at the end of the day, you may not be somebody's priority in any capacity, right? You may be on the outskirts of their life. And they don't have to be the center of your space either. Like it's not this thing where someone shows you unapologetically that, hey, you are not a significant person in my life while still having the expectation that you still create a, a significant space for them. And that's the hang up, right? You know, people like to tell us how, how much they have going on, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, okay, so my response to that is I'm going to reevaluate where I keep you because while I too have things happening in my life and experiences that you may not even ask about, right? Because you're so caught up in your stuff. I have still made the intentional effort of creating a significant space for you and prioritizing this relationship. So that just lets me know that we value things different. We value each other very differently. That's okay. It is what it is. 
in the is in that moment is that, okay, we, we have a different perspective of this relationship. And what it is, is, is not a balanced relationship. That's what it comes down to. It is what it is. Yeah. This is an unbalanced relationship. This is an exchange where two people are kind of seeing past each other, right? I'm looking at the good in you, or I'm looking at how good I'm willing to treat you, and you're looking past me because eh, it's not something that hits on your radar. It is what it is. And now what needs to happen is an adjustment. Yes? It is a beautiful thing to learn where you stand. It is a beautiful thing to learn where you stand because you're no longer in confusion. If I could just accept, okay, this is what I'm on the receptive end of, and this is what I've been on the receptive end of for quite some time, right? Where there seems to be no uh, sign of improvement. Instead, kind of like a doubling down of the situation and of the, the, the behavior, well, that's showing me, oh, okay, I know where I stand. So let me move my feet. <laughs> you know, radical acceptance doesn't come without action. It's actually the exact opposite. Radical acceptance means that there is a level of action. And sometimes the action looks like no longer stepping forward, no longer showing up. And to some degree, standing still. But standing still in your truth versus standing still in somebody's um, somebody's path to get steamrolled is very different, right? Me standing still in the comfort and peace of my own home means that I am not showing up to spaces where I'm not taken care of, valued, appreciated, or seen. I'm going to stay home. Is that energy. No, I'm going to stay home, right? And sometimes it is so cool to just stay home. Yeah? Stay home. <laughs> and when you understand what staying home means, right? Stay in your peace. Stay in your truth. Stay in your confidence. Stay in your self-worth. Right? Staying home means that I'm not going to continually walk out of my space. And I'm not even checked on to make sure I got home safely. Right? I'm not going to continue to show up to your space to make sure everything's good. And then I just got to navigate in the dark to get back home. Knowing where you stand means that I now recognize how I move moving forward and which directions I walk towards, which directions I walk away from. Or when I just stand still a little bit more. Because it is what it is. <laughs> I want you to pay attention when you say that, right? And I have a level of acceptance, or I've learned to have a level of acceptance about a lot of things, man. You know, I don't, I just let things be to some degree. Or to a big degree. They're, they're, when I understand that there are certain behaviors and things out of my control, I let it be. Right. I really let it be. And I just pay attention to what I'm being shown consistently. This person's not really communicating. All right, cool. 
This person's not showing up. All right, great. This thing is not working. Awesome. Pivot. Right? Because if I stay stuck on what's not working, then I'm not really getting to work. <laughs> and a lot of times that's what happens is like if I keep focusing on what somebody else isn't doing, that's my focus. That's my energy. And it kind of keeps me safe from having to make some radical adjustments. Sometimes you got to ask yourself, what do I fear more? Right? Do I fear losing this person more than I fear the fact that I may not love myself? There is levels to our behavior, but when you say it is what it is, I need you to ask yourself, well, what is it? What is it that I need to accept? What is it that I need to adjust? What is it that I need to be mindful of? What is it that I need to take ownership for? Okay, what is it that I need to communicate? What is it that I need to probably stop communicating? Because sometimes we're communicating to people, hey, I'm here no matter what. And they, they take advantage of that concept of no matter what, which means however I treat you on any given day, I still know you're going to be present. Well, nah, stop communicating that. I'll be here as long as I'm valued the same way I'm willing to value you. Or I'll be here as long as I'm being valued and being treated properly. Right? Ownership is a beautiful thing. It's scary. Because you will make decisions that make yourself uncomfortable, but also other people. And that comes with backlash because not everybody is going to kind of recognize or accept their behavior in the situation that has led to the outcome, right? It's now your fault. What did you, you had to do something wrong? Why couldn't you just be more understanding or more patient or whatever? How patient must I be for you to decide when I'm going to be of value to you? That's not patience. That's tolerance. That is tolerance. And you don't need to tolerate <laughs> anything, especially when you are not giving people something to tolerate from you. Once you learn where you stand with somebody, you learn to stay home instead. Hmm. Once you learn where you stand with somebody, you learn to stay home instead. And let home be symbolic of you recognizing I deserve a little bit better. So I'm going to stay home. I hope this has all been helpful. It's been a very transformative week. A very enlightening week, very eye-opening week, a very heart-opening week. And all of it just reminded me, it's like, you know what? It is what it is. You are who you are. And if you were doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing, and you're doing it with intent, you're seen. And not everybody who sees you may value you 
but it doesn't mean you're not valued. I want you to remember that. And when you have to make necessary radical adjustments, it is what it is. This is me taking action. All right. That's all I got for you guys. I hope you have an amazing week. I hope you take care of yourselves. <laughs> really take care of yourselves. Give yourself time to process, to feel, to recognize what it is that's happening. What is it that I may need to let go of or hold on to a little bit tighter? What begs a conversation and what just requires you to stand still? And stay home. All right. Um, coaching is available. The link is in the bio. I think I've been putting the link in the episodes. I know I've been saying the link is in the bio of this episodes. If you've been looking for coaching and it hasn't been there, I've been lying to you, so forgive me. Um, <laughs> but it will be in the, the description of this episode. So I'm accepting new clients and ready to do the work if you are. All right. The coloring book is still and will always be <laughs> available. Um, yeah. Just remember you matter. Okay. Matter. And that's not up for debate. All right. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take life.